bombarded by adverts telling us about food, about clothing, about gadgets, about entertainment, about where to go on holiday, what sort of car to drive. Buy this and your life will be fulfilled for a few moments until the next advert comes on. So it is saying this is the right thing to do. And it's a failure not to. Maybe we think we are not taking in those adverts. Just wash over the top of us and doesn't make a difference. But we actually live in a world where the supermarkets consider where to put the baked bean tins. You know, that's the right position. And where to put the jam. And where to put certain loaves of bread compared to other ones. It's all planned carefully so that it will catch our eye. And that might sound like a bit of a conspiracy theory. Uh, on a par with alien invasions and whether or not they walked on the moon. But the purpose of the advert, the purpose of anything like that is to persuade you to do something that you otherwise would not do. To change your habit to conform. Now, many, of course, have pointed out that religion does that. That we tell others how to live. But business organizations put their trust into false gods and tell us what to say, what to do, how to develop our fashion, you know, and how to give them our money. Is something right just because someone else is telling us how to do it or because the majority of people are telling us that is the thing to do, the trendy thing, the fashionable thing. Is the will of the people who have been persuaded by one side of the argument more than the other automatically indicate that that's the right choice? People are persuaded to do the wrong things sometimes. The betrayal of Jesus by Judas was accompanied by 30 pieces of silver. And that encouraged him to do something that he would later regret. In our passage tonight, we see what is a sizable sum being used to persuade the soldiers to say something different about what had actually happened. Why would they tell their story? On the Saturday, they were given a simple task, a simple thing. Stand there, watch the stone, don't let anybody move it. We don't want that body stolen that was inside. Well, the body wasn't stolen. And no person moved the stone. Jesus rose from the dead, 
and an angel revealed the emptiness. All that was left were folded grave clothes. But I'm surprised, even though it wasn't quite what had been expected might happen, that the soldiers still hung about. The soldiers still hung about and even told the chief priests, this is it, this is the truth. And then the priests bribe them. The priests give them money to do something, to be quiet, to tell a different story, to tell one that for a commanding officer it would be even worse than what they'd just told the priests. To say that you've fallen asleep on duty must be a court-martial offence. It's a devilation of what you're supposed to do. They would have been killed. But they take the money. They accept the deal. Not to say that Jesus is risen. We don't face death, at least not in this country, for proclaiming Christ is risen. But we are bribed, perhaps, by society, by other things, by the world around us, to do or say things that might happen, or to forget about our duty to tell others. Is there a reward to be had by that? in not proclaiming the truth of our Christian faith, that our faith that Jesus is risen? Is there a greater reward, perhaps, if we do speak and if we do tell the truth that Christ is alive?